It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Good stuff all around. Appreciate you hanging out on a Friday. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. You know how we get down. 402-464-5685. Hit me with a what's up, DP, and I'll respond. If you call in the Honda Lincoln Hotline, hit me with a what's up, DP. Let's me know you're you're fully engaged. We know the deal. If you want to hit the text line, the starter hammer text line, 402-464-5685. Questions for our guests, go ahead and knock it out. And then, and then, you can follow on the live video stream. Sorry, Heyman does the work. You can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. The chat rooms are open on those spaces. So, to get in and do that, again, we want to thank the folks from Beatrice Bakery for uh, for their kindness and their, and their support and generosity. But let's get into a Friday conversation this is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, Nick, if you would, kind sir, uh, there should be something that sets the tone for what we're about to talk about. Uh, we'll get that in there. I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. This one. This is a, this is a good one. So uh, fire it away. Uh, 4645685. You will have questions, and that's the way we're going to get through it. So it's load. Of course, it's loading, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it. That's how we're going to get it get it done on a Friday. <sighs> I need the I need the, I need the mood set. That's all. You know, you and Rico just you know taking your good time to end up the last segment. Yeah, there we go. Man in motion to the right side is J.J. Moses. Rolling to the right side is Derek Walker. Going to be hit and sacked. Separated from the football and is picked up. And it's going to be run down the field, 15, 10, 5, and a touchdown for the Huskers. And hauling that one in was Des Moines Adams. Just goes to show you what pressure is like. Des Moines Adams comes up with the football. Opportunity was there, and he took it. Let's bring him in. Let's bring in Des Moines Adams to the show. (laughs) Big man, how you doing today? (laughs) Hey, uh, you know, just uh, hearing that play still gives me goosebumps to this day. But, you know, let me tell you, I never liked to run that play, by the way. Well, that see, there's so much to digest, and there's no way we're going to cover everything we need to talk about. But, <laughs> but, but, but that's, that's a true point, that most of the great plays that happen – are just the, the meeting place of a lot of things gone well, even though it wasn't set up for you to, to highlight and be and to shine. Exactly, it wasn't yes, set yes. up for you. It ended up for you. Yes, yes. So um, for those listeners, if you were to YouTube Des Moines Adams touchdown, you can see it yourself. The play was designed for Joe Walker to get the sack. And it was my responsibility to circle around and just kind of have his back. But, of course, perfect place, perfect time. And so that's how this, the scoop and score happened. So um, that taught me that as long as you do your job, you just never know. Yeah, it, it is that that trust the process, be in the right place, do your thing, and then everything will play out. That's been a, a, a constant thread for your journey from Arkansas 
to where you are today, right? That that if you don't trust the process and do the small things that end up with big results, none of this takes place. That is a great point. You know, people ask, how did I get to Nebraska? Was I a four-star, five-star player? Did I have multiple offers? You know, how I got up here is I came to their football camp this summer before my senior year. And, of course, you know, training all summer, getting ready for my senior year. Came up here, did all of the testing from the 40-yard dash to the vertical to the agility. And then uh, other days of just doing drills, you know, that caught Coach Osborne's attention, Craig Bow. Uh, former linebackers coach, also defensive coordinator, and Nelson Barnes, former Russian coach. And because I put myself in that position, spent my own money to come to that football camp, that is how I got on Nebraska's radar. If it wasn't for me being in the right place at the right time, who's to say I'd be a Razorback, former Razorback? Right, uh, or, or or other thing, or, or whatever else it could have been, whoever <laughs> was reaching in, in the pockets at the time. Without that, without the people around you, though, without the people who constantly remind you, hey, Des Moines, um, let's go this way. Let's try. How about we try this? And the people to support you when you say, hey, look, I need I need to spend my last hundred fifty dollars. Go to this camp. Let's talk about coaches and parents and the people who help you get from from Pine Bluff to Lincoln, Nebraska. So it was those community role models, those community mentors that told me. You know, I wish I could have did this, so I wish I would not have done that. Those were the individuals that inspired me, that encouraged me. You need to go to a football camp. Hey, don't worry about, you know, going to the parties. You're not missing out on anything. Don't put drugs in your body. You need your body to take care of you. You need to take the ACT again and again and again and again and again. And so it was those community mentors and role models Again, my, my grandparents were great role models, but they didn't go to college. And it was those community adults who wanted to see me reach my full potential. Those are the ones that stepped in. And I'm thankful that I listened. I'm thankful that they used their role to be a role model for me. And that is why I am where I'm at today. We're talking to Des Moines Adams, and to, what I love is that when our guests have several chapters, and you need to pay attention to the chapters because the early chapter, being in Pine Bluff, um, the formative years, learning you know all the voices you're going to carry into life with you, and then you you make you you, you jump the bridge and you end up in Lincoln, Nebraska under the eyes and and under the guidance of some pretty amazing coaches. Let's talk about those coaches. What sticks out about that group of coaches while you were here? You know, Nelson Barnes was our rush-in coach. And notice they called us rush-ins back in the day because it was our job to have that speed to get to the quarterback. Old school. My, old school Husker football. Yes. Hey, the old school, which, you know, slowly we are getting there. The black shirts are back, by the way. Like but, it. Yeah, so Nelson Barnes, one of the things that I respect about him, you know, I came to Nebraska as a 6'3", 225-pound defensive end. Now, your average defensive ends at that time were 6'4", 6'5", at least 250 pounds. 
it was easy for me to focus on the things that were wrong with me, things that I didn't have, things that I couldn't do, my weaknesses. But Coach Barnes reminded me of why they brought me to Nebraska. He kept me focused on my strengths, not my weaknesses, on the things that were right about me, not the things that were wrong with me, what I could do instead of what I couldn't do. And one of the things that I could do is bring that speed to the edge. And so to this day, I'm grateful for Coach Nelson Barnes for reminding me of what my strengths and talents were. That's what made me unique. That's what made me different. And that's what helped me to be a three-year starting black shirt defensive end. Or should I say rush in? Yeah, that's certainly old school. Like that that rush in, that lets me know – all right, you, you, you had some real black shoes coaches that really got you through what you were getting to. <laughs> right, you, you, you got through. So, But while here, there are things about Lincoln that, that are tentacles, positive tentacles, that pull people into the community to stay. For you, what made Lincoln home? The relationships that I developed. You know, Dennis LeBlanc was not only my advisor, but – he became somewhat of a role model because uh, he was someone that did not give up on me even when I wanted to give up. The relationships I built with faculty, um, the players who became my brothers. When my dream stopped loving me, you know, I played a couple years in the CFL, NFL, and arena football. I had to start the real life, the game of life, should I say, somewhere. And I decided to move back to Lincoln because of the relationships. And that's how I was able to get my first job at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln because of the relationships that I had developed along the way. And so Lincoln is definitely my home. And I'm proud to be a Nebraskan because uh, that's what leadership is about, relationships. And uh, that is what has helped me to be a leader because of the great relationships I have established here in Nebraska. Uh, Des Moines, I, I I spoke to a group Friday, and it was the first time that the words hit me the way that 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 they did. So I'll share them. Was that lead, you could replace the word leadership with love, and they are usually tied together, um, and it's a great fit for it. You have taken a thing that happened to you, that being loved. You know what love being loved did for you. So now you've made that your mission and a part of of, of your daily task, which is loving on the young people uh, uh, in the state of Nebraska and around these areas through mentorship. Why that decision and, and, and where? Well, you know, I would say it goes back to being a kid. You know, I was um, a kid that was bullied, but I always had a good heart. I was always a nice, good kid, but for some reason um, I was always seen as an outlier. But I always told myself one day, if I ever had the opportunity, I would do all that I could do to show that love, to be that nice person, and to help others understand that kindness is cool, not putting down people. And, of course, you know, just um, being exposed to Coach Osborne and the work that he's doing with teammates, he – has helped me to understand that the best things in life are not things. The best things in life are people. As well as this model of serving leadership, which is about putting others first. You lead by serving. You lead with your example. And that's where 
love comes into play because love is not the kissy, huggy, you know, you know, it's not the Hollywood love. It's more of the agape that Tom Osborne likes to talk about, that unconditional love and support, regardless of one's background, um, experience, race, ethnicity, gender. You know, people deserve to be loved because one of the greatest human needs is that need to feel like they belong, mm-hmm. like they feel heard, mm-hmm. feel valued. And that's what teammates mentoring is all about when it comes to helping young people reach their full potential. How did you find your way to teammates? And what was it about teammates that got you moving to the point where you recognize it needs to be a part of your daily mission? You know, when I was um, a student athlete, um, the opportunity presented itself for me to be a role model to just one young adult. And they told me, we just want you to go to the school once a week, spend about 20, 30 minutes with them over the lunch break, um, just talk to them about life, play a game, go out and toss the frisbee or throw the football. And it really helped me to understand, which I kind of knew this, but to actually actually use it, that being a football player in Nebraska is a pretty big deal. That, that gives you a pretty big platform. And so whenever you use that platform to influence others, people are going to follow. So it put me in a position to inspire this mentee to see school as something that was important because I said it was important or that, you know, you don't have to do drugs to be cool. And anything that I would say uh, is stuck. And so that's when I realized the power of one's platform. And from there, I always uh, wanted to make sure that I would use my platform to influence others to be positive, to have hope, uh, to never quit, never give up. And so ever since I was exposed to teammates as being a mentor from, you know, being a student athlete, to actually work for teammates is like a dream come true. How do we cross... How do we get the good people of Nebraska to the the young people who need them? How, what's the easiest way to get people, one, aware of teammates, two, active in teammates? Like I said, love requires action. So to get them active in teammates, how do we get them to cross the bridge? Well, you know, um, m- many, many ways, of course, you know, for anyone that wants to learn about teammates, they can go to our website, teammates.org, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. But, you know, we are living in a time to where our young people are being exposed and influenced to so many negative role models, from your TikTok to your Instagram to your Snapchat. What they see is what they get. And if the adults don't recognize that, they must be the ones to use their role to be that positive role model, then our future is not looking good. And so I think the first thing that adults need to recognize is how can we set up our younger generation, this generation, to be the next generation? And I think it starts with us because I believe that leaders don't create followers. Leaders create leaders. And right now our young people, they are – big followers 
but if we can get them to follow positivity, positive role models, people that can show them what it means to be a man or what it means to be a woman or what it means to be responsible, what it means to be civil, that's how we set up this generation to be the next generation. And so we try to inspire the communities to use their role to be a role model. Otherwise, what our young people see is what they will be. We're talking to Du Bois Adams and his connection with teammates and the University of Nebraska, the athletic department and across the board, gives him an opportunity to impact and influence young people in, in the best possible way through, through, through his life and his lessons, plus his knowledge, his experience, things he's gone through. Um, how much time would you say to, uh, a mentor needs to give to be effective in changing the, the location, elevation, direction of a mentee? You know, our theme is be there, simply to show up once a week at the school during a school day to meet with that young person for 20 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's typically how long a student's lunch hour is. And, you know, I don't know why they call it a lunch hour because it's not even an hour, <laughs> but tw 20 to 30 minutes to simply be there. You know, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be a tutor to be a mentor it has nothing to do with fixing a young person it simply has to do more with being that other positive parent adult all it takes is 20 to 30 minutes and all of our mentoring happens at the school only during the school year so there's no mentoring over christmas break spring break or summer break but once someone becomes a mentor to a young person the goal is for them to stay matched up for the next year through middle school, through high school, and now even through college. So we start as young as third grade, and we mentor all the way through college. There's so much depth in that that it only takes 30 minutes, and it's on location. And you don't have to be an expert at anything other than being a grown-up and being there and being able to, to listen, to care, to, to, to see them. Um, so for the folks who would be so, so, so drawn to do so, how would they become involved in this? Well, you know, of course, you know, people want to be a part of things that are successful. So I would – definitely encourage anyone who is interested to do their homework, go to our website. They can see the impact. They can see the percentages of students who graduate on time because they have a mentor or, you know, students whose hope and well-being and engagement all increases because they have that other positive parent adult in their life. Some people like data. Some people like stories. And we have videos, we have pictures, uh, we have so many impactful things that are in place to help adults to understand that mentoring works. As a matter of fact, we are celebrating 30 years of teammates mentoring, starting in 1991 by Tom and Nancy Osborne. And next Friday, uh, November the 5th, is our 30th anniversary celebration. Started with 22 students, now we're serving over 10,000 youth. And we're just getting started, by the way. We are just getting started. We could definitely serve more because there are so many students that have expressed, I would love to have one of those people 
one of those people that that come and see that kid over there. But we don't have enough adults that are stepping up to use their role to be a role model. And so going to our website or even contacting us through the number that's located on the website, Mm -hmm. all of our staff can be able to share that mentoring works. Des Moines, what what I'd like to do, we have a sponsor for this this show, for this hour, uh, Beatrice Bakery. And they have, have, have given us the ability... Uh, to to make smiles and provide uh, some some good news in the source in the course of a day, for anybody that's listening that goes and and registers to be a mentor, just send me some proof that you did it. We've got these we've got dessert cakes here. Just show me that you registered, and I'll hook you up with some with some real goodies from Beatrice Bakery just to say thank you for taking the time and being moved by what Des Moines is sharing. Because this is powerful stuff when you have the ability to do a very small thing and change somebody's life. Like, that's the way we want to do this, is to impact and change people's lives for the good. Um, what a great ambassador you are, Damone. And I, I'll ask you this, you know, before we get back to, to some of those teammates of yours. What, what's the biggest joy you get from being a mentor? Wow, that's a great question because I get something from it too. You know, being a mentor is not all about helping young people reach their full potential. But when I leave my meeting with my mentee, I go back to work feeling positive. I feel like I made a difference. I feel like I'm doing my part to my community, to society. And time is a very valuable asset. You know, some people say it's money, but you would be surprised how stingy people are with their time. Mm-hmm. But if you can give your time, it is an investment. And I've seen five students graduate. And so I feel that I've been put on this earth not to just have a lot of things and just go through the motions, but by seeing these mentees grow, even I learn a little bit of something. And, you know, I'm a, um, I guess, uh, what do you call it, a Generation X uh, baby. Okay. And in, in this generation, you know, my mentee is teaching me how to use my iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are things that this generation can teach us. I'm learning something from my mentee as well as my mentee learns something from me. And that, I think, is the win-win when you join teammates. You truly become a teammate with a young person. Demore, I think this is important. Um, I, I, I We had a meeting earlier in the week with some folks here in Lincoln, and I offered that this station would be a vehicle for, for sharing those stories. Um, and, and then to help recruit good people to good space. Like we, this microphone has power and it has reach. Um, and as we share this stuff, so I'll, I'll say it to you publicly now, we would love to be able to help you guys do the things that you do on a larger scale, on a better scale, on a deeper scale. We'll offer that. I'll offer it to you publicly. Um, I'll offer it to you privately. There's lots that can be done. This is a project and an idea that I live from, and I would love um, for this station to be able to help you accomplish uh, these good things for these young people. 
Oh, wow. You know what? I'm going to put you on the spot. January is considered National Mentor Month. Mm -hmm. And so we should do something in January. We find a spot. Maybe it's at this bakery place that you just mentioned, or Mm -hmm. maybe it's somewhere where it would draw a large only will mentors show up because we want to thank our mentors. Our mentors are our biggest recruiters, by the way. Right. But but January would be a great time to really put out to the community that teammates, we are simply trying to help more dreams come true, but it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And so uh, why don't we uh, consider January because every nationwide but we need to do it in lincoln yeah and i think i'll even one up you um i like to get a running start with things (laughs) i like to get a running start so if we're going to target january we'll crank this thing up pretty quickly here um to build up to it to give folks an opportunity to hear about it and for the news to spread that we're going to do this thing so we have a lot of really good stuff to do um you and i will talk again because we, we need to talk about that team of yours. We need to talk about the life that you're living and the messages you're sending out on a regular basis. It is appreciated. It is seen. It is heard. And it is valuable. Uh, kind sir, I hope you have an amazing weekend. We'll talk early next week. And let's get to work. All right, all right. That sounds like a plan. There we go. That is Des Moines Adams, former Husker black shirt, And he is with teammates. And he is a leader uh, across the board. Um, yeah. I'm 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 all about that. And again, if you if you guys register sometime in the next bit here, just send me a note, hey, I registered. I will let you come in. There's like six different kinds of dessert here. I'll let you pick the one you have and you can have it for the weekend. Grab some ice cream, uh glass of wine or whatever and have yourselves a good weekend because you did something good. We are about smiles. Beatrice Bakery is about smiles, making people's day. I think this is a great way to do it. And the gift that keeps giving, I think that mentoring would be a wonderful way. So if you register, just let me know, uh, and I'll have something good for you. We'll throw it to break. More one-on-one when we come back. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com.